0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com.
1: You well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. We'll do anything that you want to do, but not, oh, honey, say, oh, shoot. am shooting, don't you?
2: All persuasion. right. Morning's Lone Star, 904, anything, kicking it off. That's right. We are back. We want to say a special shout out to Sean Skippy. Uh We're thinking about you, man. I hope everything's going all right. And if you're tuning in right now, give us a shout out. We got Facebook, Mornings Lone Star. We also have a call in message line, which you have my personal line, Sean, so you don't have to call the message line. But if you're a fan of the show right now and you want to join in, you can call in at any time and leave a message, 936 647 3776. That's 936 647 3776. I know we've been gone this week, but uh, things have got shifted around. But we are here on this beautiful Friday morning. We do have two special guests coming in at the uh, half end of the show. We got Joey Ashton and Mary Job. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Vogel family, who is raising funds for the Vogel family. They're having a chili cook-off. All this really cool stuff coming up with that. And then uh, around 10.30, we're going to have Iris in the studio uh, talking about the middle school art competition by Direct Energy and stuff like that. It's with the Bayou City Arts Festival happening in Houston. Uh, but that's that's later on in today's show. But I do have a special co-host. I uh, turned on the bat signal when I knew Sean was not coming in. And I was like, man... I need someone to help me out, and of course, we got someone to help me out. We have Nathan Arizadeh, Montgomery County Lifestyle, in the studio with me. Nathan, what's going on, man?
3: Good morning, Dick of Lone Star Community Radio and all of Montgomery County. Yeah, good morning, good morning. It's good to be back in the yeah, studio, dude. I
2: know. We missed you with Montgomery County Lifestyle. I know you had to take care of some things, and uh, if you can't, you're going to see it on YouTube with our special guest, but... Uh, He's got a beard now, and I think that's what happened. I think Did you go, did you go walk the Appalachian Trail or something? Is that where you've been? It's it's there and I went mentally Appalachian.
3: Then then I took a left and I went up to hi. over there. Then I took a left and went up to Alaska.
2: Okay. I mean, that's a long trek right there.
3: Well, and you know, it this is a three-month beard and I've trimmed it twice. Wow.
2: Yeah. Man, oh man.
3: But I posted a video today about what happens when you shave your beard and the women look at you and think that you're KD Lang. They think that you look very okay. Weak.
2: I'm gonna say this right now. Katie Lang has been referenced in <laughs> a TV show, two TV shows, and then on social media this week. What's going on with that? Why is everyone bringing up Katie Lang again?
3: Probably a come. It's probably comeback time.
2: Because I have not seen anything from her, but I've seen like I said, like I'm not kidding you. There's been references to Katie <laughs> Lang several times.
3: Reach out to Katie Lang. Maybe she needs to
2: come. I I think fate's telling me you should come back because there's been too many (laughs) obscure references to you. And they're used for comedic purposes, like to kind of make fun of what a guy looks like. So uh, if you don't know who Katie Lang is, look it up, please.
3: Google. Hello. It can be your friend.
2: But but that's actually pretty funny. But did you survive the ice storm?
3: I survived the ice storm. Let me tell you what. I wanted to break out the um, water hose for the neighbors so badly. And give them a winter wonderland. And my wife kept talking me out of it. Oh, but you know, we got a chance of snow next week. There's another freeze coming and snow. Let's not talk about that right week. now.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at the weather report for next week right now. The low, the average low is going to be around 34, 35. So it's going to get kind of chilly.
3: Oh, so there's no, there's no way there, below there?
2: Uh, I'm not seeing anything for, yeah, uh, the only thing that's dangerous right now is Thursday because there's a good chance of rain. There's 30 to 40 percent chance of rain being predicted. Ah, but outside that, everything looks.
3: That's high. what I get for listening to them. You know, they said. You know, that, who they that's are, why I right? always
2: blame everyone else, right? <laughs> they
3: told me. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> no, dude, it's so great to be back. And here's what's cool: so much is going on with Lone Star Community Radio. I've been gone, taking care of my parents and things like that. But you guys are just in fuego, dude. Well,
2: unfortunately for us, the, the radio station isn't a, a robot AI yet, so it can't take care of itself, so humans are involved.
3: Well, you guys got so, so much going on, and you're doing <laughs> so much in the community. You yeah, know?
2: you know, is this—I mean, ask someone, because you're involved heavily with nonprofits. Is this nonprofit season now? or When is there, when is there a nonprofit season?
3: Well, you got a couple of things. It's, it's, well, they're, they're doing work all the time. However, the last month or two of the year— Calendar year is where, depending on the nonprofit and how they put out, you could have anywhere from 75% up higher of when their their donations come in. The giving season is November, December. So then going into January, February, there's still a call out. There's fundraisers. And that's because so many businesses have already set up and earmarked their money that they're going to give out. Or maybe they know that they're going to give this much money this year. But maybe they haven't earmarked it, so a lot of your nonprofits are trying to get that. It's not that they're greedy; it's that they're, you know, they need they need funding, they need help. So you'll you'll see a lot of that going on right now.
2: Okay, that makes sense because I'm, I'm not I've never been involved, but I feel like I'm getting a lot more
3: "Hey, give me money"
2: kind of questions.
3: The, the, the call out, the need goes out, and the, and here's what's sad is a lot of your nonprofits run on such a shoestring budget. I know a couple of leaders of some nonprofits that if they were in the for-profit world, their salaries would be easily two times. They're they're deserving. They're they're good enough to seek a two you know a twofold salary, but it's nonprofit work and it runs on a shoestring. It runs on tugging heartstrings.
2: you you just gotta get those billionaires, right? Yeah. I mean, they should have been. They should be Bitcoin people.
3: Oh God, I don't even. Maybe you know more about that. I don't don't understand it other than my money's not buying that.
2: Well, the recent headline was 50 Cent. The rapper singer, uh, he recently forgot that he had Bitcoin and now he has $8 million worth of Bitcoin. That's what's being reported. I'm like, how do you forget about that? I mean, but then again, like if I might imagine the lifestyle of a rapper, I feel like money is always being used on camera. And so when after they throw it at the camera, they don't know where it goes. Well, I think they that, have handlers. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, you just don't know where it goes. Like, they don't know directly. They probably don't even have a wallet anymore. Can you imagine your lifestyle when you're like, you know what really is cumbersome for me? This wallet. Can someone take care of this for me? Like, <laughs> I don't want this anymore. You know, I don't even want to deal with it. I don't even want to deal with it.
3: So when you get big, like super big, like you're big now. I mean, you're I'm,
2: skinny. I mean, guy, I'm, I'm like, getting bigger. When you're
3: like Rupert Murdoch kind of guy, can I hand your, hold, hold your wallet for you? Or is Holly going to
2: do that? I don't. See, I don't. I don't know how I, – I, that's what's kind of weird to me is the, the, like your lifestyle can change that much because especially with the 50-cent kind of person where he, you know, from the cover of his book and everything, he came from being shot several times and, you know, living in poverty and stuff like that. You'd think he'd hold on to his money a little bit tighter like, you know, it could disappear tomorrow, but
3: – Here's what happens to those guys, and it happens a lot in the professional sports. So many of these guys are, have nothing – Come from hard hard lives and broken homes and things. So now you, now you're just so.
2: stereotyping people.
3: Nope, 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 nope. People like fifty cent. So so I
2: just don't think they made Bitcoin wallet. They friendly, came up from nowhere
3: know? and nothing, so they bring their friends with them. Do you think to help
2: run their stuff? Do you and, think and, fifty cent has knows how to has a computer? Because that's how I mean, like from what I understand, from all the financial people we've had in the studio, Bitcoin is a digital cloud now. Like it's on the cloud. So in my mind, I don't know if, I can't imagine 50 Cent knowing how to, know, like, knows how to
3: use a computer. But then again, I'm stereotyping him right there. Exactly. Jay Z's worth 1.16 billion, him and Beyonce together. Together? They, together. Oh, man. Do you think there's actually,
2: they, they had a, they had a he's meeting. Close,
3: they say that he's close to eight eight hundred 815 million of that 1.16 billion. So do
2: you think they've actually had a conversation saying, like, if y'all split up? Oh, God, yeah. You're going to lose. Oh,
3: that man was smart. He had a prenup. Because he's got over three quarters of that one point one six.
2: Well, not, I'm not talking about them giving each other money. I meant their value together. They probably are worth more together than apart.
3: One point one six together. Yeah. But he's got he's considered worth close to eight hundred million of that.
2: And I you know as funny as I can't tell you the last album he did or Beyonce. I just know <laughs> they're on the Super Bowl every like two years and all that kind of stuff. That's the only thing I can really tell you. And they're on TV a couple of times.
3: She's very upset, I bet, because Justin Timberlake's on there, not her. Maybe she's gonna
2: make an appearance, and people will be like, I, w- "I won't be watching it." So I don't know. Oh yeah, you're one of those people.
3: What does that mean? You're stereotyping no, you again. You're one of those. You're
2: <laughs> one of those people who are gonna watch the XFL, which has got announced. I do not watch
3: anything. I've watched. Did you see that? I've watched zero football. Did you this see year. that? The is XFL is at the lingerie bowl?
2: No, no. That is if you don't. If you remember, I think it was about ten years ago. Vince McMahon of the WWE, yes. WWF at the time, uh, did mm-hmm. like alternative mm-hmm. football, which mm-hmm. was called XFL. And, yeah, he announced that they're going to be doing – I think it's 2020 is they're going to be doing the year. That's where they're going to start.
3: I'll be hanging out with Rod McMahon, his older brother, Saturday night. He's a silent partner in WWE. He owns a, a steel manufacturing company. I'll ask him about that. Are you serious? Maybe we, yeah. Maybe we can get us some tickets. I've got a table for the Elvis and the Legend show, Montgomery County Lifestyle does. And Rod uh, Elvis
2: and the Legend Show. Elvis and the yeah. Legend
3: Show Saturday night. Okay, and Rod McMillan. Your and his social wife media whoever's guests. in
2: charge of social media needs to get their fake news in check. Because I thought y'all had Shania Twain, and then it says look alike, <laughs> and I was like, but it was the way they wrote it. I was like,
3: whoa, they got Shania Twain this thing. Then it worked, didn't it? Oh well, yeah. In this sentence, it says. Alyssa Davis performing as
2: Shania. Yeah, Frank. you guys are fake news, man. I wonder great. who's in
3: charge of that. Do you know anybody? I don't know.
2: I'm just, I'm just letting you know <laughs> how that goes. You know, uh, right now though, you are listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're kind of jumping all over the place. Yeah. Let's talk about a little when we come back. Let's talk about some XFL. Let's I want to talk about that, especially the football thing. I know the Super Bowl is coming up in next week. I think. February fourth. Yeah, it's not this weekend, but it's next weekend. Uh, but we'll be back with more of that, and more talk, and all that kind of stuff. It's nine fifteen here on Morning's Lone Star. We are brought to you by Clean Sweep office cleaning folks take back your time and let us make your office shine that's right clean sweep office cleaning.com conroe coffee they make the coffee that conroe loves to drink for sure visit conroecoffee.com and then centurion wealth advisors building and preserving our clients wealth and guiding them to achieve their financial goals centurionwa.net uh, we'll be back here on morning's lone star with special co-host nathan arazotti and me dick <laughs>
1: Burn my house, steal my car, drink my liquor from a new fruit jar. We'll do anything-
4: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
5: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266. Seven
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Well, you can burn my house steal my car during my liquor from an old fruit jar we'll do anything that you want to do but, uh, uh, honey lay off of my shoes and don't you all
2: right welcome Step back, back. 19 mornings star here worldwide at irlonestar.com and blue
1: blue
2: locally suede here on your fm 1045 106.1 in the conroe area welcome back here hanging out with nathan erzati filling in for skippy which will be back on Monday, by the way. So if you're really concerned about Skippy, he will be back. If you're just now joining us, we're going to be talking until about 10 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock, we're going to have a couple special guests. That's right. We're going to have some people talking about the Vogel vocal family uh, fundraiser. And then we're also going to be have the folks from the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition. So that's going to be here around, sorry, around 10 o'clock. But until then, we're going to be talking about the XFL. XFL. If you didn't know, Vince McMahon... Have announced that they're going to bring back the XFL in 2020, I believe. It's still kind of in the preliminary rounds. Uh, I know they're, they're. It's going to be interesting to see how the networks respond to that, because there's always been, you know, the news. Nathan, you know, seen juggling. Oh, the NFL's losing viewers. NFL's not losing viewers. Bah, 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 bah. Do you think the NFL? This is the start, or you think this is just a bump in the road of losing people, and then that's why they're having like? You think a little competition will kind of? make it a little bit healthier environment for people hitting each other in the heads.
3: I think that it'll make people think, I think that it'll probably wake some people up to finally fire Roger Goodell and get a real leader in there. But the NFL,
2: why does the NFL need a leader? You think I've always felt like the, the commissioner's job was just, if we need to blame somebody, we can blame him. That's like literally the only positive thing about him.
3: It's a company. It's a business. National Football League is a business.
2: I know, but they pay that guy to be the face. Like he's the face Ooh, of the NFL. But, but he's not. He makes. Do you know how much they pay him? Well, I imagine he makes a lot of money. NFL makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, what I'm trying to understand is the the concept of him and the business. It was like all the owners go, "We're all greedy people, and then we don't want people to know how greedy we are. <laughs> so let's have this one guy be the spokesperson, and he doesn't own anything, so he's not seen as greedy." So, we're not asking the taxpayers to pay for the stadiums. It's, you know, th- so we don't get into the life, except Jerry Jones. Is like, the only, I think the only owner I know is Robert Kraft. And the only reason I know that is because all the articles written about him, uh, the coach, and Tom Brady, and how close knit they started developing their relationship, you know, 10 years ago or whenever Tom Brady came into play as the main quarterback. And that's why the success of the Patriots. They're kind of giving some of it to those three people because they they trust each other and they work together. I don't know what really what Kraft brings to the table besides money, but you know I don't. Do you think he's a football guy? Do you think he's like a football genius? I think he is now.
3: I mean, I think there's only, you're only in it so deep after a while that you you do gain the knowledge and you surround by. It.
2: Well, I know that coach is a cheater. So I think oh, that's, the whole
3: team, Brady.
2: I think I they, think that's great. They've I think, been
3: fined and they've been found "quote
2: unquote" guilty oh, four
3: different times.
2: I know that's what I think. This hilarious is. Think about a sport that's as ridiculous as football. Like, first, it's pretty ridiculous. If you think about coming up with the concept, now the the evolution of it from, you know, our great-grandfather's playing with leather heads, oh. and now it's what it leather is today. Leather heads that, or leather helmets? Le, well, I thought they are called the leather heads. I think, but but uh, you think about that, and then think about the all the money and the effort, because you know those coaches, especially Bill Belichick, how serious he always seems. Like, he never smiles. And then you ask that guy, hey, that all that energy all that passion, how can we cheat? Think about how we can cheat in this game because there's got to be so many different ways you can cheat in football and professional football. There's got to be. Well, I mean, to the point where they... Remember the
3: spy gate? Remember when they... Yeah,
2: when they 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 spy on other teams. I mean, that's so
3: cool. And they have binoculars in the stands. That's why the coach does this. You know, so many coaches because they, I mean, they th- you know they employ lip th- readers th-
2: think about they the conspiracy theories that mean nothing to the outside like that's all internal like watch out for bill He read your lips i mean think about the conversations they've had behind closed doors about cheating but it's it's cheating in a sense of petty cheaty like is it really give you that edge well the patriots have won a couple times
3: and well there's a big talk See, i haven't watched one football game this year but my understanding was the last game that they won there was one penalty the whole game called against them. And supposedly the See, it, quarterbacks are screaming that they looked at the replays here and here and here and here and here. And there's all these penalties. And so they're saying that, you know, the NFL wants them to lean toward craft because craft is such a leader and so strong. But you also know that Kraft and five other, I think five or six other owners, they're the ones that decide whether Goodell has a has job a, or not. Has a job or not? No yeah, we talked about that one yeah. time. Yeah. I mean I know I know how so they're works. I structure don't know works. if there is such a thing as that kind of a, that kind of conspiracy. I just I don't care. Well, because I
2: feel like Bill Belichick cheats enough to where it's not downright like they're giving money to the refs, but it's like, oh hey, let's deflate these balls or let's see let's read because how much game footage they watch is obnoxious, mm-hmm. and then I imagine oh let's see what they're saying, and you see those you see those defensive <laughs> coordinators and offense uh, and offensive coordinators hold up signs of like eyeballs and eagles, and you're like oh that's the play call, and that's why I yeah. mean it's and I'm they're, sitting they're, there they're doing stuff like the baseball. I mean now. it's so intricate, and it's, it's you know what I can't imagine this is what I can't imagine is um, this is me stereotyping every day right? Is I I can't imagine the average IQ of a football player retaining that information and then moving to another team. Because like, say you finally get on, you're in like the day to day operation you're like an offensive lineman. You're like, all right, the Eagle means I need to go right two spaces. And the eyeball means, Oh, we we're we're doing a play action. And then it's like, Oh, I finally get it. And then it's like, Oh, Hey man, you've been traded. You're going to this other team across the country. There you go. And they get to the country and it's like, Oh, now I'm dealing with Peyton Manning. And there aren't any cards. He just yells out random words. Omaha. Yeah. I, I go, what do I? Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, can you imagine? Well, if they're making enough
3: money, they can hire handlers to tutor them.
2: Well, you know what? That's why I'm not. <laughs> so I'm surprised there hasn't been some type of uh, scandal where the girlfriend or whatever finds the playbook and is like, I want to sell it to the Seahawks, man. Well, you know, because they had the playbook of what Omaha really means.
3: Maybe the NFL is the one that got rid of. Um, what's his name? God, it was gonna be so funny.
2: You mean the offensive lineman? Who no, the guy. That, oh,
3: you're no, the, Jimmy Hoffa. I don't
2: know who that
3: is. I don't know. Jimmy if- Hoffa was was the the um, mafia that everybody's always said. Where's Jimmy Hoffa? Where's his body? He was. Oh yeah, he I think was, we actually talked about this with mafia. Skippy. Yeah.
2: Sorry, Skippy, I forgot that reference.
3: So you know, he was the labor union leader, person, mafia, whatever. Okay, yeah. So maybe maybe that's you'd need to worry about the NFL, Roger Goodell, and the owners more than you need to the mafia. Maybe they're more powerful than ISIS because, you know, you haven't had, you have all these political, they leak these dirty pictures and these dirty things. And, you know, all these guys are doing bad things to women and stuff and it all gets leaked. None of that's gotten leaked from these owners or from Roger Goodell. Are they that good of people?
2: Well, that's what I'm trying to, I think what I'm trying to get to is how ridiculous it is to focus on cheating, but in like the pettiest ways, it doesn't mean anything to us unless you're like a compulsive gambler and you have a lot of money on the game or something like that. But it's just, it's fine to me. And,
3: you know, you're right. it's petty, it's, who,
2: I, but you, it's like, it's also uh, like, I don't know football well enough to like how much of an effect can reading the person's lips really have unless you know exactly what play they're running because of all, Well, the,
3: I guess they see, they see what you say, you know, Omaha one, two, three, and then they do a play. And then 10 minutes later, Omaha 1-2-3, and they do the same play. So now you know so you can tell your defensive or offensive people what's going to happen. I don't know. It's too. It's above my head. I'm not smart enough for that.
2: Well, the XFL is coming. I just wear blue suede shoes. The, the, the XFL is coming. And the XFL changes up some of the rules. I know some of the – probably the better rules, what I loved is the way the coin toss works. How does that work? You know what they do? They, they put the football on the 50-yard line – and I think they put one team, one member of each team on like the 30 yard line and they and have to run. run and get it. Like dodgeball. Well, so no, they're not dodging it. They're trying to get the ball.
3: <laughs> I think mean, dodgeball, isn't that what they do? And they I, they I, line them up in the middle?
2: And if I remember correctly, you can't do the extra point. There isn't an extra point. You have to go for two. I think that that's another rule. And then, man, there's there's a couple other ones that are very interesting about, you know, basically they're trying to make it more exciting. And so my conspiracy theory is the NFL is having the XFL go in and do all these crazy rules to see what works. Cause I know they changed some of their rules. NFL did after the XFL went
3: out. Wow. So Vince McMahon just recently sold a hundred million dollars worth of WWE stock to fund the first year. That's what it just said. He's going to fund the first year, eight teams, a 10-week schedule with the $100 million of stock he just sold.
2: Well, I be, we know what I'd be concerned with because there is a, an interesting history about the XFL when you read about the players, where they come from, and basically they're the bottom of the barrel. And some of them, I think there's even a couple stories of people going from the XFL to the NFL. And I don't think anyone's really – I think a couple of them went to the Super Bowl, but it's not only big players like right. Tom Brady. But uh right. it'd be interesting to see what kind of players they snatch up from you know the Canadian League and things like that because
3: Well, because there's a couple of those stories of the people that were washed up has beens that came yeah. back, they just needed that one.
2: You think they're gonna get Mark Wahlberg?
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Hey, he looks pretty good. He might make it happen.
2: I mean, I can see them making uh Invincible too, the XFL that story. A good, that was a good movie. It was okay.
3: But see, you're too young. I remember th- I remember scab football. I remember when they had the lockout and A friend of mine that I used to work with at CarMax, he, from Houston, he was, um, he has a record. He worked, he was a quarterback for the um, Philadelphia Eagles during the scab season. His record is the most sacks. He was sacked more than any other quarterback in NFL history. Really? Yeah. He got pounded. He got pounded. He got a concussion out of it and kept playing.
2: Well, I think that's like a rule. You have to keep playing.
3: Well, back then, they...
2: No, I'm pretty they, sure they keep, they keep that rule. <laughs> like They they just don't tell anybody. Uh, I think, no, didn't they already do that a couple times this year where there was like, oh, that was a bad hit. We need to actually like look into this. And then, that three, was the Texans? then three, three plays he later... He was laying
3: on the ground doing this number, and they said no referee, no player, nobody saw it. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Yeah.
2: That's pretty, pretty crazy <laughs> to me. But uh, it is 9.30 right now, folks, which means we're going to be taking our music break. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're going to have uh, representatives of the Vogel family come in and talk about a fundraiser that's happening. If you like chili, hear more about how to eat it and help a family. And then, of course, we're going to have the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition folks coming in here on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back after a couple songs.
1: Lay off shooting, don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes.
4: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
5: Conroe C on
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Let's
2: go, Welcome back. 9.40 here on Mornings with Lone Star. I are LoneStar.com worldwide. Don't forget to download our app, if you can, on your smartphone device. Just look up Lone Star Internet Radio. And uh, I'm hanging out in the studio with who? Nathan Arizade of Montgomery County Lifestyle.
3: (sighs) And I don't have my blue suede shoes on, but I should. You should. That's why we're playing the song, isn't
2: it? You told me to play it.
3: Well, you asked
2: me, so I appreciate it very much. Yeah, you told me to play it.
3: Because I'm going to wear blue suede shoes tomorrow night. Yeah, what's going on tomorrow night? Elvis and the Legend Show out at the fairgrounds, the exhibit building. It's the first huge pre party event of the Montgomery County Fair Association it's a fundraiser for the scholarship funds. We are going to have Elvis Presley. Or should I say a look? From the
1: grave. From the grave. Heroes to rock again.
3: <laughs> We're going to have Jesse Aaron as Roy Orbison. This dude is awesome. David Allen is going to be uh, playing Elvis. We have Priscilla Presley going to be there. And my personal favorite, Alyssa Davis. Oh, my God. She's gorgeous. Will be Shania Twain. Who are you going to be? I'm going to be Nathan Arizotti. Oh, uh, boring. boring. But I'm going to wear my big brim hat. Okay. My blue suede shoes. And if you're there, I'm going to be taking lots of pictures and video of you live in silent auction. Rod McMahon will be my guest. Even in the bathroom. Green will folks. be my guest. You nope, know, no, 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 no cameras in the bathroom. I'm, just, I'm kidding. Waist up, though, maybe. No, no kidding. We Waste up, maybe. I'm kidding. Waist up, maybe.
2: Okay, Joe All Lady's right. going to be my guest. There's a lot of stuff happening this weekend with that. I know the Chambers having their big gala, and yeah, I'm I'm going to miss so. that.
3: I I have been there the last couple of years. You're going to be there, right? I think so. What is the um, what's the theme this year? Baseball. I'm, what are you going to do? I'm a
2: little upset because I ordered a jersey about three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago. I ordered a Knights jersey from the Natural, and. Oh. I, it hasn't arrived yet. Robert Redford. Yeah, Robert Redford's movie. He played for the Knights, and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And I haven't—I don't have it yet. I am want my jersey.
3: Have you gone online to see? Yeah, he's
2: like, oh, it's going to take – this one guy was like, oh, it's going to take, you know, two to three weeks. And I'm like, well, it would be nice to have known that before I ordered it because it said express shipping, so I figured that was. Oh,
3: my God. Did uh, you pay extra for that? No.
2: I, well, I pay – I spent a, a certain amount of money. That's what they get you. Yeah. And so, yeah. Free shipping. Yeah, probably should have been from China. Probably is. Ugh.
3: Ugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I uh, just let people know welcome back. Tell us the Japanese. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, Mike, uh, Morin's a Lone Star. Uh, we do have uh, several guests coming in oh, around 10. So we're going to have to get all the talk out yeah. between Nathan and I right now until 10. because we're going to have Joey and Mary in the studio talk about the Vogel family fundraiser. Yep. And then we're going to have Iris from the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition on the phone with us.
3: Well, you said you wanted to talk about the XFL. Is that right? Well, the XFL, yeah,
2: it's, uh, it's an alternative to the NFL, and it's going to be coming in 2020, and there's going to be 10 weeks of football with that. I don't know when they're going to do it. I remember last time they did it, they did it on the offseason of football. So, uh, But this time I know what's different is they're giving the players an offseason because last year or last time they did it, they didn't give them an offseason. I think they had like a month to prep. Since they had made the announcement, and then they just jumped into it, but now this no it's different though from then and now is streaming's a big deal, so I wonder what their streaming rights are going to be like, and how people in bars and stuff are can watch it because I don't know if they made an announcement with the partnership of like CBS or NBC or ABC or any of those major news networks, but I'm sure the streaming option is going to be a good option for those who don't want to you know because there's a lot of cable cutters and things like that but uh but yeah, you know uh, well, I'm reading
3: about it. And the teams are going to be formed in 2019. They're going to be given a year to get ready before they start playing. And if you've got a criminal record, you can't be in it. Really? In fact, they show where Johnny Manziel tweeted XFL 2020 at Vince McMahon, letting you know quietly that he wants to be in it. Yeah. If he's cleared of the charges before the season starts, they'll let him play. Otherwise, he's out. Even if you have a DUI, you cannot play in the XFL.
0: Wow.
3: He said Tim Tebow's more than welcome at any time. Colin Kaepernick, Well, He would
2: be like the poster child.
3: Colin Kaepernick is not allowed. Well, he would be allowed, but if he did what he did there, he's immediately out. You cannot do a poster. I, I wonder if there's gonna be an, an underground
2: guy trying to get an XFL and then kneel and see like just a just a test. He
3: says, You're out, you're gone, you're done. There's no do you think they would?
2: Do you think they would literally have the officers or like the security come up and just lift him up while he's kneeling and be like, all
3: right, let's put him outside? Well, Vince McMahon would probably have Triple H. Come get him. Man. He'd probably have half the WWE on the sidelines if anybody does something wrong. That's amazing. It would be a new WWE, WWE XFL Raw. That's amazing. But yeah, that's coming.
2: So that's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, it's also kind of funny, and and Sean and I have been talking about this. We kind of do a lot of follow up stories. Is we know that that uh, scare they had in Hawaii. Oh God! So if you don't know what happened in Hawaii a couple weeks ago, is somebody accidentally sent out a similar to the Amber Alert, but it's basically saying ballistic missiles on its way. You know, find cover. Well, it was it was a fake, or it wasn't a fake? It was like an accident. An accident. But now they're reporting. They're reporting the person who sent the false. Uh, alert is refusing to cooperate with the FCC. So I don't know if this is... And this is on ABC News, so this is a legit organization reporting this. I don't know if they're trying to make it political, or. but, I mean, the an FCC official said, uh, basically, the guy is refusing to cooperate. So I don't really know what that means. Um, maybe he... He's not being charged with anything.
3: Well, maybe, depending on how he answers, he could be charged. So maybe he's yeah. waiting to see if they press charges and they, you know, take him to court where he can't lie under oath. Yeah. If he did something stupid and screwed up, that's probably, I would think maybe the, well, I can't say the smart thing to do. If you screwed up, I don't know. Lawyers got involved. Lawyer up. Shut up. Well, unless. You're saying unless Trump paid him. Well, there,
2: cause this is what I love about the media because no, you, find, be you find all these angles. And the other angle that recently was reported was the man, the mayor or the governor basically could, couldn't and this is real this is legit i i thought it was a joke at first because you know the the urgency people want to put on the news but they they reported that he didn't know his password to twitter so he couldn't tweet out it was a fake it was a false alarm and that's legit like the, the governor is like i couldn't find my password i'm like that's a real deal i'm trying to look it up like that's a real deal he has a handler that's what, I, mean, I don't know i don't know what they do over there in hawaii
3: I started a Twitter account like five, six years ago. Do you know your password? No.
2: Well, good thing you're not in charge of— I need to go in and find it. You're you're not in charge of letting people know they're not being attacked. But, I mean, that was weird that it was reported. And I'm like, well, why is it up to him? Like, why is it—don't they have other emergency services? They're making it political. Don't they have—couldn't you just do another Amber Alert-style thing saying, sorry, fake
3: out? Immediately.
2: Exactly. Why not? I mean, I bet people would really like that instead of a
3: tweet. Well, I know that in Conroe— slash Montgomery County, if there's an emergency situation, Lone Star Community Radio, partnering well, yeah. with the city of Conroe, will
2: handle it properly. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I wonder if we can text people, too. Because, like, really, why wasn't that the most logical decision made with that or, with the emergency organization at Hawaii Do-over. Well, no, just send out another, like, you yeah, know. do-over, like, folks, that, we made a mistake. No, I wouldn't say do-over. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you gotta, I mean, I don't know. You, Did course, you see the video if, of people
3: it, getting down And and they were going down into the sewer system and stuff. I don't doubt it. I saw a video where, I mean, you panic, what would you do? I I guess maybe I would too. There was a manhole. People said, get down in in there. I guess that would make sense if you don't have a bomb shelter.
2: I wonder how many people got in their boats. Tsunami. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, i just wondering how many people got in their boats. Dunkirk style. (laughs) Dunkirk style. (laughs) Just like. (laughs) I'm not going back. No, uh, but no, I, I really don't understand why they just didn't send out another emergency alert saying, you know, this is, that was a test. Sorry for alarming people. If you want to talk to a psychiatrist, please call this number, you know, because I imagine, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine actually the first 15 minutes of that, getting that message.
3: We're laughing about it, but you know what? If we were truly no, there and the, we really thought it like was a, coming, a,
2: wow. It could have been a lot worse.
3: Because they thought it was, what was it they were thinking? North Korea? They didn't say any information. But that's probably what they would have been thinking. North Korea was sending missiles.
2: Oh, that could be it. But, I mean, you didn't – there wasn't any – the only thing they texted out was it said emergency alert, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Wow. I think I
3: would have freaked out. Oh, yeah. I would have been
2: Now, do you think if it happened to a major city, there would be riots?
3: Like if it was here?
2: Like if it was, you know, Houston or L.A. Oh, or think, New York. Or,
3: unfortunately, here's what's sad. I think there would have been. There would have been riots I and think looting. I think there would have been, like would have been mass chaos. Yep. yep that's, And that's a shame to say it, but that's what our society's come to. Look at
2: it. Well, I think any mass any instant panic, there's there's going to be, you know, if you have more people involved, the odds are against you because the more people involved, the more of a chance it's going to happen.
3: Just don't come up to Montgomery County because our people have guns, right?
2: Well, that's one that I, I don't think Texas would be in trouble too much, but—
3: yeah. I'm did right. you see Chief Chief Dupuy and, and District Attorney Brett Ligon live on TV yesterday? What are they doing? Oh, well, I won't go into all the details, but the kidnapping started up here, ended down in Harris County. It ended very badly. But our Oh, law yeah, support, that our law the, FBI officer, the FBI officer yeah, shot the, FBI. Shot the our, one person you're not supposed to shoot, yeah. man. And our law enforcement, and, and every, all the law enforcement did a great job. Don't get me wrong. That's I don't know the details. I remember reading that. I was like, but That's the just... point that I was getting across is our law enforcement and our DA. Well, to be honest, they just want to throw I, the book. You I'm don't gonna, commit a crime.
2: I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often just because of the chaos. But you are listening, to Morning's Lovers. We got to take a quick break because we got to get prepped and ready for our guests coming in at ten o'clock. So that's coming up. We're going to be talking about that, and uh, this is going to be a short sponsor break because we are sponsored, folks. That's right. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thank you so much to those local businesses supporting this community radio station and this morning radio show. We'll be back here very shortly. <laughs>
4: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
5: Conroe C or
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: All
2: right, welcome back. Mornings we really to Lone know. Star, nine fifty-seven, coming up around the second hour of the show. Oh man, just getting in it. Our special guests or special co-host this morning is Nathan Arizade filling in for Skippy.
3: Feel I'm free feeling to, kind of skippy. And
2: good. Well, you're not You're not skippy. I'm sorry. You're just not him. So that's a real, a real big deal to me. <laughs> but uh, if you're listening right now, you can always call in 936-647-3776 and leave a message. And uh, if you're nice enough on the recording, we might play it over the air. And just let us know what's going on. We do have one more song break coming at the bottom of the hour. Uh, so we have plenty of choices for you. Just let us know what you want to hear. We're on Facebook. Morning's Lone Star. But now... We get some special guests in the studio, you know. Who's in the studio with us right now, Nathan? You know these people. Right
3: across from me is, well, I didn't realize this before, but she's got awesome dimples, (laughs) is Mary Job of Americans Stand United. Yes, sir outstanding good to have you how Thank are you, you doing thanks
7: for having me i'm great i'm doing wonderful i right haven't there. had a chance to see you in a while it's
3: been a while mm-hmm. now what i'd like to do with your permission dick is oh, I want no you... i no,
2: i'm interviewing this isn't your
7: show no i Nathan. want her
3: to inter- i want her to introduce okay who she brought all right all right all right sorry to interrupt
7: so i brought along jeremy williams with fireteam foundation they're a local nonprofit, um and they also have a company fireteam apparel so they're our t-shirt sponsor as well so They really give back to the community. I wanted to bring them along, him along, um, because we've worked together on a benefit coming up. Mm -hmm. You guys have worked together several times. Several times. Quite a few times. Many times. times. Who's this guy right here? This is my brother, Michael. Michael is autistic, and he doesn't speak, but, man, he is my number one volunteer. He's got lots of muscle and always there to help and always there hugging a police officer at the event. So,
2: Well, I want to know, uh, we got you guys coming for this event, and the the event itself is called what? What is the event called? It's called the Vogel Family Benefit. And just to let people know who are on a computer, uh, or on their phones or whatever, you can look up the event on Facebook. You have all the information there. It's called Benefit to Support Vogel Family. I know we posted something on Facebook about it, so if you go to Morning's Lone Star and see one of our posts, we have a direct link to the benefit. Uh, It's happening this January 27th. And it's, that's tomorrow, by the way, from 12 to 4 p.m. at the Conroe Tower, uh, room 300, or that's the address, sorry, 300 West Davis Street. Uh, what room is it? It's, just
7: it's the sixth floor. The sixth, oh, mm-hmm. which is the whole
2: floor. Yes. Okay, I understand. It's not I understand. the
7: whole floor.
2: Well, there's a bathroom and stuff.
7: It's half the And we're yeah. actually going to open the doors at 11. So if people oh, okay. just want to pop in to do a bid on something on the silent auction, they're more than welcome to. So Fantastic. Silent mm-hmm. auction. Okay. I wonder what they're going to have.
2: Lots of fun Well, actually, they have pictures on the Facebook deal, if you want to see what they got. So, wait. uh, So, this is to help the Vogel family now. uh, Say I'm a person who has no idea what the heck you're talking about. Okay, so, Clyde. So, who are the Vogels?
7: Clyde Vogel has been a police officer at Conroe Police Department for 16 years. Um, Back in August, their home flooded um, due to Hurricane Harvey. And so, I actually met the Vogels. Their name was brought to me by a few people in the Conroe community. And so I went over to their house, and, um, of course, seeing that, it's absolutely devastating um, seeing six to eight feet of water destroy someone's house. And you're meeting them, and they're fully, you know, just drenched in what's left of their house. Um, so they have two boys. They have Cole and Caleb, 19 and—I I don't want to get this wrong—15, 13. That no, right. he's older I think, than that, isn't he? He's older than that, 19 and— He's in high school. 13. 13, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, very sweet boys. Um, so the Vogel family, they did have flood insurance and, um, what happened was the bank took the check from the insurance, paid off the mortgage and left them nothing to rebuild their home with. So, um, going over there last week, they've got some sheetrock up. Uh, we've gotten a hold of a contractor that's over there going to help up to the painting point. But, you know, I felt stupid asking them last week, last week, Hey, what do you guys need? You know, and then I think, okay, Mary, put yourself in their shoes. If you were to lose every single thing in your house, you would need everything. (laughs) So, You
2: know, salt and pepper shaker.
7: yeah, All of that. Even that. So we're working on an Amazon wish list. Um, I think that's probably the easiest thing to do. Um, And then we're going to get, we've got a sponsor for a storage unit. So I told them once y'all start getting some stuff in, we'll just store it until the home's ready. Um, So it's really to raise funds and give back to them. And one thing that I've learned... um, recently working we had four families we worked with law enforcement during the relief fund that we started is that it's very hard for officers to say what they need and to say hey I need help because they're all the always the ones saying hey what do you need how can I help you so um, it's just time for us to all get together and give back and let them know that we appreciate his service and I mean that's a long time dealing with people every day I don't know how they do it where can we find yeah?
3: (laughs) well they've been involved in the community I know the, the boys the youngest one, i see him out at Montgomery County Fair and Rodeo, you know, they showing show animals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Just saw him recently with uh, Richard and Melissa Mills and stuff out there. And both older boys really helped out Richard younger, so, so the kids They're involved already know to give mm-hmm. back. The kids are already part of the yeah. community. That's awesome. And it's, it's really sad about how that happened, too, because Clyde's house, but I know so many other people, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, uh, public servants, we're kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just they were, they were doing their job. They had to do their job. Yeah. Knowing the whole time that oh I'm fixing to lose everything. Yeah. It's
7: just devastating.
2: Now you said there was an Amazon wish list and things like that. Do you have any do you have any idea where you're posting that information? Um, or is that something for on the benefit page on I'll, Facebook? I'll
7: post it on our American State United um, Facebook page. Okay. Um, as soon as I get the link for that, um Gina Vogel's working on that, Clyde's wife.
2: Because people might not be able to make it tomorrow, and that's one. Yeah. that's the probably the easiest way you can help somebody oh, and definitely. have a lot of impact.
7: So, and, and the main thing is, is that you know it's so easy for us to go back to our daily routine, us that didn't experience the devastation. But we've got to remember, there's a lot of people hurting and a lot of people that still need the help. So,
2: and this is one way you can get involved. So tomorrow the fundraiser, it's a, a lot of things: silent auction, got a silent auction, chili. Uh, there it's twenty dollars to get into the door, and you get food. So that's nice, and that's. Am I, am I, it's,
7: it's $20 for a food ticket. Okay. You can still come by if you want. Bid on a silent auction item. Um, there's a live auction starting about 115 Okay. Okay. Um, American State United has donated all of our I Support Cop shirts to raise money for the family as well. Um, and then, Jeremy, I don't know if you want to tell that on the radio or it's going to be a surprise tomorrow. So, we've been <laughs> the administrators.
8: We love surprises.
7: <laughs> since, since Hurricane Harvey,
8: Anderson Bean Boot Company came to us. They're one of our corporate partners and they said, Jeremy, we want to start a relief fund and we would like fire team foundation to be the administrator of that fund. And so what we've been able to do is, you know, uh, at the catfish festival, we had the Texas strong relief fund campaign. We were selling the Texas strong shirts. So through the sale of the Texas strong shirts, we were able to raise about, um, $8,700 and we've distributed that throughout the community to the food bank and to other necessary areas where they've needed care. And and support. And I called Anderson Bean and our colleagues over there. I said, hey, there's a police officer in Conroe that needs help. They said, said, give them the balance of the fund. So we were were able to write them a check uh, for $1,200 to to begin uh, leading the charge Mm -hmm. in supporting the Vogel family. And then um, uh, this is supposed to be a, shh, quiet. This is a surprise. So, if the Vogels are listening, don't listen because it's a surprise. Earmuffs. Uh, the earmuffs. <laughs> uh, Anderson Bean has committed to outfitting the entire Vogel family with new pairs of Anderson Bean boots.
3: Yay. Right. I'm so glad that I had my name officially changed to Nathan Vogel yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new pair of boots. <laughs> and I'll try to get them some airports. Right, right. So if, That's awesome. Any Bob mm-hmm. Anderson Bean? Mm-hmm. If,
8: if, if, Anybody is interested in continuing to support the fund uh, for not only the Vogel family but for other Montgomery County Texans uh, in that have experienced some kind of catastrophic loss. Uh, you can go to AndersonBean.us and you can buy a Texas Strong shirt or a We're From Here shirt and 100% of the proceeds will be directed towards uh, disaster relief. That's awesome. For the Texas uh, Strong Relief Fund. Administered awesome. by Fire Team Foundation for Anderson Beach. That's awesome.
2: So, if you don't mind recapping the whole event for the Vogel family, how they can help out and where they should go for the listeners, uh, if you don't mind doing that, Mary. So,
7: if you would like to help out, the Red Onion Company is the sponsor. They've donated food for the event, and they're located right here. It's called the Market Square. Is that correct?
2: Or oh, it's main, they're on Main Street, main Street. here in downtown Conroe. I'm, from Magnolia. I'm so, Red Onion the Company Connero. on the
7: square. On, on the, square. the square. There yeah. we
2: go. It's right across from the uh, courthouse. So, you okay. know. Okay.
7: Yep. If you just stop by, if you want to drop off a silent auction item, a live auction item, a donation. Plenty of time. Um, yeah, plenty of time. Uh, Joey and Stephanie Ashton are over there. They so, get some say food. hi. Yeah, get some food from them. They're law enforcement family. Um, and then you can also visit the benefit page as well. You can check out AmericanCityUnited.net. You can check out FireTeam Foundation. We've got all the information. If we don't, we'll add it. Um, we'll update with the Amazon wish list. And um, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much yeah. it. Let's help that's out a local
2: family, and especially law enforcement family. Yeah. who were devastated by this. Yeah. The whole family was affected, folks. So uh, you can check that out on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you just search uh, the benefit for what was it? The benefit for the Vogel family, or benefit to support Vogel family. So.
7: And if you would like to volunteer, our Ladies for Law Enforcement group is organizing that. So you can just shoot us a message on American State United Facebook page, and we'll put you somewhere, whether it's saying hi or helping out some sort of way tomorrow. So.
2: Okay, cool. Well, awesome. uh, if you're just now joining in, we do record all of our interviews for YouTube and Facebook. We'll try to get this up uh, as soon as possible. And that means we got to go to break. Yay! We gotta go to break. Thank you so much, guys, Thank for coming for in. Us. Hey, thanks for having us. And uh, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at irlonestar.com. That's right. It's uh, standing in for Skippy is Nathan Arzadi and I. We'll be back after a short sponsored break. Let's
1: go,
4: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
5: Conroe C on
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Step in my face, slander my name all over the place. We'll do anything that you want to do. But now, uh, honey, lay off them shoes and don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes. Welcome back.
2: Morning's Lone Star. <laughs> IRLoneStar.com. Conro's FM 104.5, 106.1. Brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisor. Special thanks to those guys. And of course, Mary coming in from American Stand United talking about the benefit to support the Vogel family. That's happening tomorrow, folks, between 12 and 4 p.m. again. And that's uh, happening at the Conroe Tower on the sixth floor. And if you want chili, red onion company has got you covered and there's a silent and live auction tomorrow more information go on facebook benefit to support vogel family i'm sitting here with nathan Arizona filling in for skippy who will be returning on monday uh at ten thirty. we do have another guest uh, we have some folks that's right we have some folks from the i'm, I'm still kind of figuring this out because the bayou city art festival but it's not that it's for the uh, art competition called the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition. We're going to have Nadia on the phone with us around 1030 oh, talking about that. it's a phone interview. Yeah, it's a phone interview. They're scared of you. They heard Nathan was here with a beard, and uh, they freaked out. So that's happening there. So we, are, we got a couple minutes where we take a song break, and we're talking all XFL. Talking. We haven't talked about Trump, which is a nice thing. Uh, you know, that's – I don't know if we're, that's a segue into it, but I doubt it.
3: And we haven't yeah. talked about local politics. We're going to stay away from that, right?
2: Well, you know, local, the primaries are coming up. Is that what they're called? The primaries?
3: Actually, it is coming up pretty quick. Yeah, pretty so
2: important. early voting starts next month. So, you know, and I mean, the
3: deadline you know. to register early vote is like in a week or two. So there you go. February 6th, I think.
2: February 6th?
3: Jeez.
0: All right.
2: Well, there's that. We're gonna take a break. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know uh, what's what's going on in your world, Nathan? Because I kind of want to talk about something that's depressing, so I'm trying to feel, wait for the right moment. You want to talk about something that's depressing? Yeah. Well. Well, did you know Houston has the has more brothels than Starbucks?
3: Get out of here. Reported
2: from the Chronicle. Yeah, Houston Chronicle.
3: I haven't been to any. <laughs> No, maybe you have
2: but maybe you didn't even know because they if be they're more if there's more <laughs> than starbucks then that's that's what kind of concerns me because you got to question every establishment now that you go into when you're in houston because i mean how many starbucks do you think are in houston let's look
3: so. i'm gonna say 72
2: man that's real specific one
3: yeah, i don't go to starbucks but
2: well i mean there's let's just see how many because i mean that's kind of a Okay, sorry. You know the Chronicle was like, all right, what number is comparable to the Rothels? We need to find it (laughs) out. Like, oh, we can't do McDonald's. We can't do uh, Jiffy Lube. So
3: they wanted to get comparable. um, And they wanted to get national press out of it. Yeah.
2: Oh, totally. Uh, That's the
3: Chronicle for you.
2: Ooh, there's a lot. Holy cow. inside the loop alone, I'm seeing at least 20. That's inside the loop. And that's all on the west side between wow. I-10 and six ten. That's crazy. There's got to be more. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of brothels, apparently. <laughs> now, you know what I think it have is? Have you been to any? No. Well, I might have. I don't know. Like I said, you don't know if you've been into them. There's that many of them. You, uh, if You've been to a brothel. Well, they also you know don't once. advertise, hey, this is a brothel. Do you, Or do they? I don't know.
3: It's a massage parlor time. Is that what it is? Is that parlor what it's a massage about? parlors and some of the cheap little, uh,
2: strip joints probably, you know, it's, what's funny is, uh, one of my good friends works at the ship channel and he was a glorified concierge in a sense for all the incoming, uh, boats and basically what would happen if a lot of people don't know how the ship channel works there's boats from all over the world coming in and out of the houston ship channel that's why houston is the most diverse city in the country if you didn't know that uh but what was funny he was telling me he gets phone calls basically and uh due to rules and regulations they have to park the boat like several miles off the pier and the the port until it's their turn to come in so what they do is in the meantime they call him and they he lines up a delivery for them, so it'd be like, and he's saying like it's some of the most ridiculous things where it's like ramen noodles, crates of vodka, and crates of cigarettes. It's like that's all they do on the, on those boats. It's just vodka and cigarettes. And uh, he laughs because he got he doesn't even smoke, but as a as like a tip, they always give him cartons of cigarettes or vodka, because he's like the glorified
3: concierge. So, but he can change those that booty let's say he can do something you know change it with somebody else and
2: well i don't know if there's like a prison guard or prison underground currency with cigarettes and vodka (laughs) but he just said like wait because they basically they order whatever they need for the boat and like for in their time like he, he schedules them hotels he schedules them like you know entertainment in a sense and i was like do they do this kind of stuff he's like they might but i don't that's not what my job is my job is literally just to do everything by the like where the money goes so they might have what do you call it, like a stipend or whatever the yeah, extra cash because yeah. he he handles that for them like he has the so money. he
3: probably knows. What's well, I
2: mean, going he, on when they is. ask for a large amounts of cash, then he's like, I wonder what they're gonna do here in Houston for the week they're gonna be here. They're gonna so, go to Starbucks. But he takes care of everything, and uh, I always thought that was funny because he always had cigarettes. I'm like, you don't smoke. He's like, yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I feel like I'd be wasting thirty dollars because like a carton. A carton like thirty dollars. $50 yeah, $50 yeah. Now. So like he's like
3: limits. No 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 they're like 5 dollars a carton so that's 50 bucks i mean 5 dollars a pack that's 50 bucks they're a probably carton.
2: more than 5 dollars a pack now i bet they're like 7 like premium cigarettes and stuff like that but what's funny to me though is it, it, i laugh cuz it's one of those things that you know 30 years ago he would have been the man you know having that like you, cuz you know everyone smokes cigarettes so it's like oh here's a pack dude don't don't worry about it you know and now it's like if he he had this conscious decision i'm going to kill this guy here's some cigarettes dude. you know that's <laughs>
3: Well, the cigarettes and the and the lic vodka, he needs to wait till the some of the Saudi Arabian type countries come in that ban that over there. I bet you that's money over here. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think it's he can make it work. Can you think of the gift gift baskets? <laughs>
3: Here's a cancer and a vodka. I wonder backpack.
2: what they would do, like the silent auction stuff. I'll, I always have fun with donated silent auction items because uh, when you go to a big event that have those, you see some of them have ad add personal touches, like especially right. if it's like Keller Williams or some corporation kind of thing where they don't sell an actual product, but they put together like, oh, a weekend stay. Here's some wine bottles and you could take with you and you know tickets or whatever. I, I always love the creativity. He could have done that. He could have said after hours, after hours, party package. And then it would be like Marlboro Reds and vodka from some obscure country. And then, be like, there you go. And then I wonder how much. <laughs> do, you think, do you think, like, say, for example, say the Chamber of Commerce of Conroe, you gave them that package? And of course, in it, it wouldn't be a basket. It'd be like a toolbox. You know, that's what. Or what would you put that in? They make it all dolled up.
3: I know? have a feeling they wouldn't put it in the auction. They would just say, thank you. No, and you it would never. Just make because it. it has cigarettes? Probably. But they don't, they don't shy against alcohol. No, so it'd be cigarettes. The cigarettes would hurt them. Really? Yeah. yeah. You think so. Yeah. That would be a public relationship. Well, if you're in Colorado,
2: man. you could do dope. Yeah. Now, so if it's
3: marijuana in Colorado, that's fine. That's reefer. I wonder.
2: I wonder if that's been an auction item yet. In Colorado? Yeah, I wonder. Like a donated auction item. You know, it's like because their local businesses donate, right? To get to spread. That's what Keller Williams puts the thing out because they could put Keller Williams all over the basket. So, if you're a local uh, dealer or whatever, what do what they call dispensaries? So, if dispensary. you're a local dispensary, you know, would be a really great basket for them, is they try to be all medical with it. So, they give you like an oversized medical bottle, you know what I'm talking about? And then you put it in there. Oh, that'd be so funny. So, would they it's, have fill, a it's filled with like, uh, what do you call it? Funyuns. That's, <laughs> what, that's what they give you.
3: Because of the munchies?
2: Yeah. That's what they, but
3: you know, brownies. but my buddy brownies. here at the
2: port, he could just donate, you know, vodka and cigarettes. And then maybe Starbucks uh, uh, gift Starbucks cards gift card. <laughs> for the
3: backroom brothel.
2: Oh man! But yeah, I read that in the uh, Chronicle too. I think it was uh, on Monday. That's when I saw that because the headlines are always great. That's when uh, that's what grabs my attention. But yeah, they're uh, Unfortunately, who reported that? It wasn't like the law enforcement. It's actually uh, the charities that help children and those who in, in the trade because it's like a, it's a horrible topic. That's what I'm saying is really depressing. Because uh, what's, what's interesting is Holly, who do, people don't know Holly, is a lovely woman I see and have lots Whoa, of love for. Well, you're engaged now. Well, yeah. Uh, but, you know, people don't even know that. I'm trying to keep the mystery on oh, the air. Oh, sorry. Duh. And, uh, but she, she mentioned because she's, she's a nurse and she's a child's nurse and she runs into that stuff a lot. And I was just like, it's insane to me that this isn't something we work every day, which there are organizations who work every day to, to stamp this out. But it's unfortunate that Houston is the worst in it because we are again the most diverse city and i think you get when you get the good you get the bad we get the delicious food from all over the world but then we also get the behaviors of all over the world
3: you ought to reach out to uh phoenix charities um she helps with trafficking human trafficking and harris county and parts of montgomery county are considered some of the like a a a national gateway I believe it. I believe it, and that's what's so crazy. Yeah, there, it's, it, the, the numbers are staggering. It almost makes me wanna, want to say, are you well?" Ha, I just almost want to research where they come from because it's scary. It's just so.
2: Scary. Well, when you have the Port of Houston. I feel like the Port of Houston. I'm surprised the Port of Houston isn't in enough movies when it comes down to right. shady business. Because I'm like, every time I see a movie like Miami Vice or something like that, I'm like, "Oh, is this the Port of Houston?" And it's like, no, it's somewhere else. I'm like, I wonder if that's. Whoever's the PR person for of few doing a good job keeping out that image of this is where all the shady stuff starts because this is where the shady stuff – I bet a lot of – it. oh, man.
3: Well, they used to call the Pasadena Mafia. I I, I believe that. America. I and believe they, that. In the day there was, there was the Pasadena, the redneck mafia, and it was truly its own form of mafia over there.
2: There's no moonshine involved
3: though. No, there was a lot of stuff involved though.
2: And that's what it's saying to me. So, uh went back to Gillies to Gillies.
3: His his partner was big deep in it. Sherwood Cryer. you know too much.
2: You know too much. But yeah, I read that and I was a little I was a little surprised by that. And uh unfortunately Houston comes with the good, comes with the bad. That's what happens, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's no brothels around Lone Star Community Radio though.
2: Yeah, not on Main Street. Cuz there's no star. Maybe on Simonton, but <laughs> no not on Main Street, folks. I had that got these guys outside going where? Where are we talking about, guys? where's this happening but uh, but yeah outside that you know the Oscar season's coming up I know the ticket stub yesterday we had a good show it's available on podcast we went over the Razzies and we kind of like what makes a bad movie you know what the Razzies are yes okay so folks if you're listening don't know what the Razzies are it's kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum of the Oscars So it's like the worst movies of the year and they invite. They literally do send out invitations to all the major players in Hollywood who get nominated. So I think the major movies this year are like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the Emoji movie, Baywatch, and then Baywatch.
3: I couldn't believe that one. And
2: uh, but yeah, they they send it. And there's even cool videos. If you look it up. Do like the Razzie acceptance speeches. So like I think Sandra Bullock did one for uh, the All About Steve. And then I know uh, Halle Berry did one for Catwoman. She actually went to the award ceremony and gave a speech. And so she
3: was admitting – No, know, yeah.
2: No, they talked – they her. they had a little shout-out message like saying like, I'm, I'm so glad someone else thought this movie was really crappy and stuff like that. it's awesome. You know, and uh, it's, it's actually really entertaining because – and that's one thing I love. That's what keeps me interested in the film world is how they make movies mm-hmm. and how decisions become like the, the, the product. And that's one thing I love about Hollywood today is now it's the sex scandals and the harassment scandals are just such a hot bubble that they're so careful about who's they're going to have and what's going to be said during the awards. Because for some reason, we're going to talk about it for four weeks afterwards. And that's why the theory was James Franco wasn't nominated for anything because within the last three weeks, he's been accused. Yeah. So that's why they pulled his uh, disaster artist.
3: Well, but but he, he, just, he
2: won a Golden Globe. Exactly. So, but it was between the Golden Globes and the Oscars ah. this happened. So that's the uh, conspiracy theory for him.
3: Well, you talk about the movies that flop, and it's the reverse. What about Get Out? I haven't seen the movie.
2: It was funny. I I, said something, to produce. I, I I said something controversial on the show. I was like, it, it's basically there's another name called uh, Call Me By Your Name. And I basically, oh, yeah. I basically said those two movies are well made, and they have a good uh, a good crew making a movie. But the problem I have with movies like that is they depend too much on a on a controversial social, to- topic. A social topic. That you're not really sure if you're going away is the movie good because of the social topic, or it's good because they somehow overcame the social topic. So in the long run, you know, four hundred years from now, is this going to be a good movie? Right. And unfortunately, because if you had no context outside of the social commentary of it what would it you know would it be a good movie or not and unfortunately like the call me by your name i asked the question because it's about two men but one's 17 and one is like 30 or 25 and i was like you know that's illegal in some states so looking at it like that how, how do you see the movie and then also if if the roles were reversed if it's two women or if the young person was a woman and the old per, the other person was a guy or vice versa like will we see the movie the same way right. And it's it's similar to the Get Out with the the social commentary. Like, what happens if it would you know if it was a different ethnic and that, that ethnicity would it be have the same impact? Here's and, the deal: if
3: it was a 17 year old girl and a 31 oh, it'd be man,
2: no, no taboo. Especially with I was saying like with the sexual harassment yep. stuff. Like you're like, yep. whoa.
3: the Get Out. I want to say this real quick about Get Out. I saw the the trailers before it came out. That
2: movie was really well. I made. wanted to you... see it
3: because I thought of thriller. I never thought of black, white. I thought of no, thriller. no, no, don't go into but it thinking now, that.
2: Don't, no, I'm telling you, don't think of that. Go into it but as now a thriller. Being played up. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's being that's what up. I loved about the twist because I was like, oh man. And I like that. Like, because the social commentary was part of the plot and I liked it. But again, like I said, if you're looking at it as a review standpoint, that's one thing I hate is like, because don't take away from it because of that. Right. But it's kind of hard not to because if you're looking at it as, is it a, movie worthy of praise 15 years from now will be one of those movies that always keeps coming up. Like, Oh, remember how they did this? 255
3: and million at the box office, yeah. less than 5 million to make. Yeah.
2: Well, because one thing that a lot of people don't realize about the Oscars is the way it's voted on is each individual category outside of best picture is voted on an Academy uh, member who's in, who works in that field. So – and that's why a lot of people revere if you're an actor, you get best actor or best actress is because they were voted on the same people who are in that field. So like it's basically all the actors get together and say you're the best actor out of all of us this year. And so that's why it's a high – that's why they they really care about it because think about your peers voting for you. But the best picture though isn't. Best picture is everybody. And a a lot of the criticism the Oscars get is, for example, why would I want to see Get Out if some – Masterful other movies being made, you know, like the the Phantom Thread by like, uh, Oh Dante Lewis. Got to see that movie. Or that's why a lot more popular movies are getting more and more involved. Like I'm surprised the, the Last Jedi wasn't, because that was just like everyone saw, everyone saw that movie, so I can vote on it because I know I saw that movie. I didn't see Get Out, you know, I'm not going to vote for it, kind of thing. So it's kind of funny that's the criticism they get for that kind of stuff.
3: I've never looked at it that way. Yeah, yeah I've like, never looked at it that deep.
2: Yeah, well, I mean that's, it, that's why I love – like the cinematography is usually spot on mm. because I questioned it. The first time I ever questioned it was when Master and Commander won. If you don't remember that Russell Crowe movie from like 2003, when I saw that movie, I would say about 65 percent of it is CGI. So a lot of the camera work wasn't an actual camera. It was taken out for the battles and stuff, and like the movie was so cool, it was so much fun. There really wasn't even a lot of plot. It was just literally these dudes chasing somebody, and uh, but it was all the the world building, and they're on this, they're on the sea for so long. And Russell Crowe is a pretty powerful character, but cinematography wise, I was like, man, that wasn't a camera. That was just like if I had if I was playing a video game and I had a free moving camera around the thing. That's what I was doing, which takes a different type of talent as a right. cinematographer. So I, I kind of learned it because I was really, really upset about it. I think uh, they beat another movie I really liked at that time. But uh, I was like, oh, now that, I that get it. That needs to go in the
3: animation type type. Well, type no, because that's
2: because I learned how much cinematography went into those fake scenes because you had to build the, the blocking for it. Okay. So those other cinematographers in the academy go, man, that was really good because he didn't have anything to work. He worked from scratch because everything was fake. So even though, you know, if you're – I don't know. It depends on how much you want to be challenged in that art. I don't know. But, you know, whatever. But uh, we got to take a break because we do have uh, another guest today. We're going to be calling – or she's going to be calling in pretty soon. So we're going to take a song break, folks. So we're going to be back in about eight minutes. So stick around. You're listening to Mornings and Lone Star. com. Hanging out in the studio, we're going to be talking about the Direct Energy and Middle School Art Competition – and we're going to be having uh, the Art Colony Association calling in. We'll be back.
1: Well, you can do anything but take you my blue suede
4: shoes. Let's go. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net. Or reach us by phone at 936 756 1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your
5: financial house in order. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266. Seven
2: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Well, you can do anything but to be over my blue suede shoes.
2: All right, welcome back, Mornings Lone Star, here on IRLoneStar.com. That's Lone Star Community Radio to you. And of course, locally here in the Conroe area on FM 104.5, 106.1. We are your morning community radio show with Mornings Lone Star. Filling in for Skippy. This is going to be Nathan Audio, Montgomery County Lifestyle. So we've been having a lot of fun, and if fun doesn't stop till 11 o'clock today. And uh, we do have a special guest on the phone. We have Nadia from the Bayou City Art Festival. Everyone kind of knows what's going on with that, but uh, we're going to be talking about a great opportunity for middle school students in the Texas area with the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition. And uh, Nadia, are you there? Are you on the phone? Yes, I am. Perfect, perfect. All right, Nadia, let people know how their kids who are in middle school can get involved with this competition and how does it help. And then also, you can talk a little bit about the Bayou City Art Festival. Uh, but, yeah, what is the Direct Energy Middle School Art Competition? What is that?
0: Um, several years ago, we, um, discovered, we were trying to do outreach for the community on a year-round basis for the festival. And uh, I was talking to a lady, Beth Cordona, who's very big in rodeo art, and we found that there really is no are not very much um, competition available for middle school students in art. There's a lot for senior uh, senior high school and elementary school. So we decided to start one. And uh, any student in Texas um, may apply. We usually meet, uh, the teachers have a meeting in August, all, all the art. Teachers, and we make a presentation there and, uh, uh, you know, give them the opportunity to apply. Um, uh, you know, they are free to come up with whatever subject they want. Um, and then we, for the last three years, Spring Street Studios in Houston have been generous enough to allow us to uh, put up all the artwork uh on in their lobby i mean in their lobbies and then we um judge the pieces down to the 30 finalists and from there we have a second round of professional judges come in and pick the top three prizes uh at that point we have a reception for the kids to come see the art on display and um, have artists speak to them about how they can make a living with art. Um, After that presentation, uh, we post the 30 finalists online at BayouCityArtFestival.org, and um, people can go online and vote for the um, patron favorite, uh, which will also... Get presented a prize. Um, this is the second year Direct Energies have partnered with us, and which allows us to, which has allowed us to really increase the prizes for the kids and the teachers and the schools. Uh, the first three, um, first, second, third place, uh, the kids uh, get. Uh, there's three different type of iPads, uh, the iPad Pro, iPad Air, and iPad Mini, uh, and they each get a gift certificate um, for art supplies. The school is also given um, gift certificates for art supplies. As everybody knows, art has been pretty much deleted, um, from the curriculums that our teachers are having to buy their own supplies. So we have been able to donate thousands of dollars of art supplies to the schools and to the kids. Also, since the beginning, uh, six years now, Glassell School of Art um, have been big promoters of us, and we've partnered with them. Um, Their dean, Patrick Palmer, referred us to the Glassell Junior School, which is all through the Museum of Fine Arts. And their dean, Pam Perez, has given us uh, three scholarships uh, per year. Uh, for the kids, for our winners, to attend one of their classes during the summer. So that's really huge because that is very top-notch. Um, and that's how it goes. Man,
2: you guys have so much going on, and I want to let the listeners know if you're on a website or you're able to look at artcolonyassociation.org. Col- uh, you
0: can look at either artcolonyassociation.org or Bayou City Art Festival.
2: Yes, it and it'll
0: take you to the same uh, website. There's a
2: there's a cool tab called Education. And it talks all about this art festival. I know, or the, it talks about the competition. And I know you're going to be making the announcement. I believe is it February third. Is that what February, I'm reading correctly?
0: Um, February 3rd, the 30 finalists will be announced.
2: Okay, so if... Uh, the if,
0: winners will actually... The 30 finalists will also be on display at the Bay City Arts Festival in Memorial Park uh, March 23rd towards the 25th. We will actually be presenting the awards at the festival on the 25th. But I encourage uh, everyone... Um, to go online and vote for the thirty finalists, so you would be able to um, vote for the People's Choice Award, and that will be available February thirteenth through the twenty sixth, uh, either by City Art Festival uh, or Art Colony Association.
2: I mean, it's, it's it's actually really cool. The festival is a fun time in Memorial. So I, if you want to go check out, uh, I encourage you to check out all the art there, but including the kids' art is the... The kids'
0: art, you know, this is middle school. And when we first did this, you know, I had kind of my idea of what I my art looked like at middle school or even what it looks like now. Um, but these kids and these teachers are so incredibly talented. I mean, some of these... Our museum quality—the kids are so good.
2: You have the winners from 2017, and I will tell you, it is very impressive. It is. It's under the education tab. Now, is there uh, a, everything's been submitted? So, really, you want people to vote? And you said, is it February 13th? Is when the voting starts for uh, the fan favorite?
0: Yes, February 13th through the 20. Uh, wait a
1: minute.
2: Uh, oh, she's looking up. Don't yeah, worry, it folks. Starts fe-
0: it starts <laughs> February 13th.
2: Well, good deal, Nadia. Thank you so yeah, much. The is, uh, yeah, There's a lot going on with this festival, and I encourage everyone to check it out. The festival itself is from March 23rd to March 25th. And what are those two websites they can visit for more information, like to purchase tickets, to check out the kids' stuff, all that kind of stuff?
0: org or org. And what's really neat is that our artists at the festival are aware of this competition so the kids can go around and talk to each artist, and they're very kid-friendly. And the idea is to encourage them to pursue their art because um, so many, you know, because emphasis is not placed on art in schools A lot of these kids think, well, let me just go work at McDonald's. Nothing wrong with McDonald's, but this gives them an opportunity to uh, explore art with professionals who are making a living at it, and a lot of them making a very good living at it. So it opens their horizons, and it really opens their parents' eyes as to the possibility of what can happen and what these kids are capable of.
2: And that's all happening in March and uh, more information can be found at the Bayou City Art Festival's website or artcolonyassociation.org. Nadia, thank you so much for calling in today, letting people know about this and I look forward to promoting the event coming in March and especially these kids and the opportunity they get by you guys putting on this event and there's a lot of stuff going on this event guys. You really need to check it out. Thank you so
0: much for promoting the competition. We have a lot uh, of artists from Montgomery, uh, Montgomery County in the uh, contest, So that's good to know. And it's we appreciate y'all getting the word out.
2: You got it, Nadia. We are going to be taking a one last break here on Mornings Alone Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com and Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. It's 1047. We still got more coming to you. Just stick around.
1: we we'll do anything that you want to do. But not, uh, honey, off shooting, don't you?
4: Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order.
5: Conroe C on
2: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
6: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: Well, you can do anything but take over my blue suede shoes. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. Well, do anything that you want to do. but not, uh honey, lay off your little shoes and don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Well, you can do
2: anything, but my blue shoes. Go, okay. oh, All right, folks. Morris Lone Star, we're back. Special thanks to Nadia from the Bayou City Art Festival. Uh, when we got off the air with her, I said uh, good luck to the judges. And she said, you know how many art pieces were put in from the kids from middle school around Texas? 400. Oh. Over 400. How many judges? Uh, I, I didn't, know. I didn't, I just know 400 over 400 art pieces. Good luck with that. But, uh, we got five more minutes, four more minutes here on morning's Lone Star. We're closing down shop. And, uh, don't forget we have other shows on Lone Star Community Radio today. I believe we got some extension hour folks. And then we also have Nerd Thug Radio. So that's coming up to later today. You can always check out more information at com slash show calendar for a full lineup. Man, there's a lot of stuff going on here in Montgomery County. I hope you guys are ready. You know, Nathan, thank you so much for coming in. Dude,
3: thank you for having me. I have missed being a you, part you, of this you, great family. You
2: didn't fill in Skippy's role, but I mean, your at least one shoe was filled, I would say at least. Boot. Our boot. boot so, on. No, that's right. Our boots weight shoes. Boot weight shoes tomorrow night. So that's tomorrow. So uh, now that we have you in the studio, I know the. You're really promoting Montgomery County. You're working with Montgomery County Lifestyle. That's on Facebook. If you guys are social media followers who are listening, follow this guy on social media because – Uh, Nathan and Montgomery County Lifestyle Post, so much stuff going on in the community, stuff about the Vogel family who we've had in earlier today, about raising funds for that family who uh, are affected by Harvey and other things like that, community, especially political stuff going on. If you want to get involved and make the right decisions or feel comfortable with your vote coming in uh, early voting or, of course, that's for the primary though, right? March, yeah, March. Yeah, so uh, if you want to be informed or be educated, however you want to say it, it's a, he's a good person to follow because he's kind of in 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 the know about the political stuff, who's running for whatever, and you interview people and all that kind of stuff. Again, I hope you get you uh, come back in and maybe be a special. I'd like to because I've been a host. out
3: there for a while and I haven't been involved in the community as much as I need to, but I'm gonna. And you know what? You were the catalyst. You you got me when you asked me to come in. Thank you. You got yeah. me remembering that I need to be out there, and that's what I'm about. And That's what Lone Star Community Radio is about. Yeah, for sure. You don't give yourself enough love, but this is community radio for the community. This is a big deal here.
2: Yeah, if we have new listeners who are tuning into our guests, just let people know you can download an app on Lone Star Internet Radio, just look that up on your app store, Google Play, or iTunes. You can listen to us on your smart device, wherever in the world you have an internet connection. Uh, And then also locally on 104.5, 106.1. That's uh, on Connors FM right there, and then uh, we YouTube, and we also are on TV on Channel 12 on SunLink, and then uh, Channel 21 in Houston on Antenna, oh, and oh. then uh, this, this whole episode will be podcasted, folks. We got great stuff coming up next week, so stick around for that. Uh, it's gonna be a nice weekend. I hope you guys are gonna be safe. Uh, special thanks to all the special guests today, and then another huge special thanks to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine, folks. Clean CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink every day. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. And then, of course, Centurion Wealth Advisors, building and preserving our clients' wealth and guiding them to achieve their financial goals, CenturionWA.net. Those are all local businesses, folks, and they're supporting your community radio station here. With Lone Star Community Radio and Mornings with Lone Star. Again, we do podcasts every episode on iTunes and Google Play, and also you can watch certain interviews and things like that on YouTube. Uh, make sure to subscribe today and follow us on Facebook for more upcoming stuff happening with our show, Mornings with Lone Star. We'll see you guys later. Please take care, and we'll see you on Monday at 9 a.m. Lock it up.